Blog Talk Radio. Listen, everyone, you're at your destination, and do I have a show for you? Absolutely. But here's what's so exciting. It's Tuesday, new community view, and uh, in the absence of B.J. Smith and uh, any other perspectives that we would normally bring to you on community view on Tuesday, new, I'm taking it to another level. I have my grandchildren at the mic. Come on, y'all. Whoop, whoop. Hey, yeah. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Savoya. All right. My name is Samaya. My name is Malachi. All right. And uh, this is what's so exciting. You're visiting from where? The ATL. The ATL. All right. And Malachi, you're getting ready. You getting ready to become a. Atlantean. <laughs> this is exciting. But you know what? I wanted to do this because so many times we often forget about the voices of our young folks. And here's what's exciting today. I think this is by, thanks, BJ. I think purpose today. But um, we want to hear what our young people think about so many of the issues that our young people are confronted with, and you all know how I do it, I never want to ever uh, forget that. And so as an example, first of all, tell us what's happening in ATL for, you know, how do you feel about your new home? Uh, I like that they have these chips that are called wrap snacks. Yeah, spell it. What is that? Wrap snacks. Okay, and then, so if you know rappers, they have Migos, Ayo, Ayo, Little Boosie, Little Romeo, Fetty Wap. They have all those good people on a rap snack. My personal favorite is Fetty Wap because it's like honey jalapeno. So watch your rest of mine. What's your favorite one? All right, let's keep it going. We got to keep going because you got to know what you like and what you don't like. And I like Cumberland Mall. I would recommend it. I recommend Cumberland Mall. And you can find Rap Snacks. They're in Minnesota, too. They're just on the south side. Some gas stations, corner stores. 
My favorite thing in in the ATL is um the Coca Cola place because you get to like see the Coca Cola polar bear and you get to see like activities that you can do and they also like give you well there's samples of like drinks that you can drink and. You can taste over a hundred Coca Colas, and it's. Oh my goodness! By the time you do that, you're on the floor. You I can't take any more. You're on the floor. No, we take it all. And it's a small little cup that they have. And like when you're at the end, you get like this um the Coca Cola bottle, the winner that you you don't drink it. You just keep it to say. Did you we went there. Wow, wow, that's something. Now, what some uh, fun places that you've gone to also? Main events. Okay, go ahead. Uh, say, make sure they know who you are when you're talking. Okay. My name is Savoy, and my personal favorite is main event because I went to main event for my birthday. And then, so they have like things that they hook you on. And you like walk around. It's an obstacle course in the air, and you always have to wear gym shoes. And at that time, I didn't have gym shoes on. I had on sandals, so they would give you a free pair of socks that are clean and gym shoes. Where? All right. And you know, for those of you who are listening, get your young folks ready. This is why. What's your age, Savoya? I am ten years old. Savoya. Eight years old. And Malachi. Eight years old. All right. And we're going to take this to the level of you will be hearing from, you know, uh, these 8 to 12-year-olds. And some of the 12-year-olds are a little bit more mature. And so, but definitely the 8 to 11-year-olds over the summer because, you know, they have opinions about what's going on. So everybody say, what's cracking? What's cracking? What's cracking? <laughs> All right, all right. So we had a great day yesterday just being able to be out. And what was so much fun about it is every time we started studying the clouds, you know, we became meteorologists. So many folks decided to stay indoors or, you know, in their rec rooms, etc. Sure. Okay. And so, you know, some folks miss being outside. We took a deep breath and we went outside. Now, I had the other grands with me at that time, and we studied the clouds, and we said, all right, I helped them understand the dark clouds and et cetera, and so we learned to time it. We kept watching and playing and having a great time, and all of a sudden when we see the dark clouds, we knew, all right, we're getting ready to have another rainburst, and we just simply said, no, the rainburst is okay, but you will not stay. And that's exactly what happened. We had a great time just enjoying running in and out and staying ahead of the rain clouds. And so that was the bomb. So you can take the time to enjoy your children and teach them even at the same time. Okay, what's next? What's cracking? Um, Samaya, um, I want to tell you guys what my favorite thing is about the clouds. My favorite thing about the clouds is um when they make shapes. Like some are unicorns, some are ducks, some are horses, some are 
Yeah, snowman, giant, bobs, <laughs> right. flowers. Right. You see multiple stuff. Once I saw, like, a fish. You gotta see it loud. Once I saw a fidget spinner cloud. Once I saw a fish cloud. <laughs> and, and, you know, we, you get to imagine also, but what it really does, high five everybody, what it really does when you engage your children on a positive note, it takes the element of F-E-A-R out of the equation. It takes fear away. And now you see that you have some control here. You can either just you know, mope and be sad and say, oh, it's going to be terrible all day, or make your plan and have a backup plan and go for it, right? All right? So talk about that for a minute when you, you, you know, when it's looking really, really bad and what do you do with that? Oh, okay, wait a minute. I didn't, they didn't finish. Um, Identify who you are. So Maya is, I like to sit on the ground and look at the clouds, that's what you guys can do. Like if it's sunny and you guys can look at the clouds to see what shapes they can make. Mm, that's fine. And you would get a really good view if you like sat at the top of a mountain or something. Wow. Okay. Um, my opinion on clouds, this is Savoya and well clouds they help us in all ways. They help us get enough rain for all the plants. But some days, it just looks so droopy and dark. So you could do, when that happens, you can have rainy day games. If you know what rainy day games are. Rainy day games is like you have a box for rainy day. Label rainy day. And then, like, you have games in it. Like you could just take that toe, checkers, chess. We got a chess player at the table, and he is the bomb. Tell them who you are. You got to say who you are. My name is Malachi. All right, all right. And, you know, let me deviate something. Really, the bomb, Malachi is eight years old, and he's getting involved with our, so you think you can, who? <laughs> for Stop Bullying Now movement. And he's been attending uh, the basketball uh, practices, etc. And what happened to you this past Saturday? Because, and I want you to listen how young people sometimes don't ask for help and they keep working hard and practicing and practicing doing the same thing over and over, not understanding why they can't get better. That's because they're doing the same thing over and over and they need to get some. H-E-L-P, help. They need to get some help. So what happened to you on this past Saturday? Then when I got, I asked for help. and then From a female, one of our female basketball players, and she's 16 years old. She's on it. Thank you, Drea. And Drea helped me get 10 hoops. Oh, my goodness. Now tell her, come on, you've got some young basketballs out here. What did she, what did she tell them? Tell her exactly what you were not doing right and then I were in the right place. My arms were all out of position. Say it again. My feet were in the right weren't in the right place and my arms are all out of position. Okay. What and how did she correct you? How do you feel about how do you feel about how she was working with you? Because we do have to be careful with how we work with 
people when we're trying to help them. We don't want to be rude. We don't want to act like we don't have time for them. If a young person takes the time to say help and they want help and they're open like flowers to get the help, what should we do? Help. Help. All right, come on, Malachi. Tell us about what the instruction was. What was Drea said? Do what? Keep my feet. My feet have to be in the square, and my arms have to be more of in a in a V sort of position. Okay, and then when you did that, what started happening? Because we have him on video, and we're going to share share those videos today. And you'll get a chance to see the improvement. And Malachi was so proud of it. But that's what I'm talking about. Help, and that's what this is all about. Now, here's what we want to do. Let's take a look at young people have re- real, raw reality. Our yig stars, who are our teenagers that, you know, uh, uh, 15 up to 19-year-olds, and even some 20, 21-year-olds. But a group of our YIG stars have been booked, well, the YIG stars have been booked to be at Stop Youth Violence. And that will be held on June 24th, which is a Saturday coming up. Mark your calendars. And it's awesome. It was founded by and is over, the oversight is Minister Charles Kane. And he came out of the streets, he came out of the life, but he made a decision. He was ready to turn everything around. The naysayers, the naysayers you can't do it, you might as well stay out there. But he made up his, in his mind, no, I want to be a better example. Okay, so for you. Yeah. Yes, all right, all right. And so anyway, the Yig stars will be on the set, and they will be posing some things to the young people, real, raw reality. Here's some things that we want to talk about. And I want to, we're just going to kind of go through the list here just a little bit uh, from the perspective of 8 to 10-year-olds. Y'all ready? Yeah. All right, let's look at it like this and identify who you are. How do you feel about the police? Well, the police... Identify who you are. I'm Savoy, and the police, to me, they help people, but sometimes they can be rude as they help people. And, like... So what would you like to see your police do when they're helping people? I would like them to be nicer and calmer, because police are always in my neighborhood. They always just are walking around. When the police come around, they just, they're nice to the children, but, and they see adults, they just, say make mean faces. Mm, all right. Identify who you are. My name is Samaya, and my, my police in my neighborhood, um, they help people, like, if somebody's like getting hurt and they like call people to, because police actually help people, but sometimes they're rude, but they don't mean to be rude. They 
they're just like helping people get safe and be where they're supposed to be. Like if a child was lost in the woods, a police would um have to search in the woods for like the little girl or the little boy to help the little girl get food and water because they got lost in their home or they probably don't know where they live. You know, yesterday was Memorial Day, and I uh, let me say this. I, I really believe that because I don't want to influence this, all I'm doing is directing them to you, our listeners, and I believe that this is an opportunity for our police officers to be encouraged and built up because we do have some police officers that are absolutely outstanding. What do you all say about um, that?
try to call the police. And then say the police, they could track your phone down. So please do not do that. And they will come. And you're saying, children, stop making prank calls to the police or the authorities or the government. Okay, And if you, and also stop and think before you do. That way you don't make the wrong decision. Because if you prank call someone, you just might prank call the wrong person. Mm, that's good. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on. Let's talk about how do you feel about the police. Not the, Let's move on. How do you feel when you see, um, okay, let me read, bullying? Oh, wow, okay. Let's let's deal with this. Identify who you are. My, Come on. My name is Malachi. I said bullying because bullying is bad. Um, I go to Harvest Prep, and there are some kids at my school that bully other kids. Give an example. Um, so when I get on my bus, sometimes the kids aren't very nice on the bus. All right. Some of them cuss the others, like pick one of us. Okay. Identify who you are. Um, my name is Samaya, and I used to go to um the Minnesota's um school, Richard Sam, and I used to go on the bus, and some of my some of um the bus, well, my friends on the bus, they used to call my name Savoya, which is my sister, and then Savoya. Maya. They used to call us names that we that are our names. So they used to like switch Savoya with Samaya. On purpose for no reason. But in my I'm Savoya and in my neighborhood there is a lot of bullying. It can go from ages four to teenagers. Okay. Okay, so, like, they, so, little, this little girl, I'm not going to say her name, but still, um, she, she's like four or five, and she lives in Georgia, too, also, and she, um, she curses, she's either four or five, I'm not sure, but she curses, she curses, like, an adult, and, her siblings do not care. Her, one of her siblings is in the second grade, and one of her siblings, one of her siblings, is a middle schooler, and another of her siblings is a high schooler. And then she curses to other people, and that gets them really angry. And then her siblings try to say, "Why are you saying that to my sister? Why are you saying that to my sister?" But then they get their parents because the little girl was messing with them. So, let's look at this like this. Now you're talking to parents, guardians, older children of younger children who know that their children may be acting out. Now, you're saying, parents, when you know your children are like this and they are acting out, and they are bullying people. 
and they are using foul language. And you know this is profanity. This, and you know this is happening because in your household, that's what you do. That's what the older children do. The music is blasting. And even though the beat is tight, yet the language there, I mean, how can you say, oh, but, you know, no. That, that child is going to mimic that. They're singing it. They're getting pumped. They're getting used to it. There is no sanctity. There is no uh, conviction concerning that. Once it's in, it can't come out. My name is Savoy, and I said once the music is in, it can't come out. And also, a kid on my bus, he cut. My, this is Malachi, and the kid on my bus, his name is Ashton. And he cusses, and any time he, like, gets in trouble for it, he doesn't really actually get in trouble. His mom doesn't care, and he, like, curses almost everywhere he goes, at school, on the bus, at home. So you're saying that he cusses anywhere but do the teacher's care? I'm pretty sure he gets that in trouble at school, but I sh- I'm sure he still does it because he even cusses at my school when he gets on the bus. So what are we saying to the music industry that is, uh, shall I say, they're okay with the the music that is full of profanity and our young ch- ch- children have access? Now, granted, a parent should use wisdom and know what not to give their children to eat because that's a diet. That's a diet, and those children grow up being that way. I know what it is to walk down the street and say hi to a child and they lose profanity, you know, those kinds of things. Or the parent will go rushing up to the school because the child is being getting ready to be suspended because they've been using profanity, et cetera, and the child, the parent comes in doing the same thing. So the child doesn't have a good role model. Go ahead, you all. Say so you um, this is Malachi. So I'm so what my grandma is saying that someone like, if you're a follower, you would either be a leader or a follower. If you're a follower, you should be following the right person, unless you are a leader. Okay, my name is Savoya, and what I have to say about that is there's followers, leaders, bystanders, upstanders, and if you don't know what a bystander is. A bystander is a person that just stands by and watch the bullying go on and on and on and the profanity go on and on and on. Say I said, thank you for helping me with my homework. And then the person just said, I I would think they would say, you're welcome. But I guess they didn't say that. So that would be kind of rude. But we wouldn't call it bullying. When it gets to a certain point where it's happening all the time, then you can call it bullying. Well, you know, when a person doesn't want to respond to you in a positive way, in other words, um, you're saying thank you, thank you, thank you, because you've been trained to appreciate because that person doesn't respond to you back. All right, now, that's not bullying. You can't change how people, you know, those kinds of things, all right? We're talking about 
bullying is violence. So you got to look at it like that. Bullying is violence. So being violent in that point, when people are putting their hands on you constantly, constantly, you say, please don't do that. And they, and, and, and they don't stop. You, it would seem like if you, like, threaten them to, like, if you, like, if someone was picking on you and they were, like, bigger and older and stronger, that would that would be a bad role model also. And, and then if the person fought back and then that person was getting picked on, picked on got in trouble for what that big person was doing to him, he was just defending himself. That was not right. All right, snap, snap, yeah. That, I mean, that was so clear. And so over the summer, we're going to be talking about what's cracking in the streets, on the campus, what's happening. And this is for, from our young folks, our young folks, age 8 to 10. From Minneapolis to ATL. All right, yes, yes, it's happening. It's going down, and, and uh, we're excited about that. Now, this one point, as it relates to people that look just like you, Oh, you know what? Okay, that's an item. Let's. Try, uh, what do you call this? Okay, today I have here is a fidget spinner. All right. Yes. And I am Sophia, and they say don't get fidget spinners for children eight and under that still put stuff in their mouth. So my sister, she is eight. She has a fidget spinner though, and. You have to make sure these children don't put them in their mouth. The child who choked on the bearing from the fidget spinner, if you guys know what the bearing on the fidget spinner is, the black little circles, they don't have them in the LED ones. Because I have an LED one here, and then my sister has just a normal fidget spinner with the bearing. And then, so, like, the little girl, she had licked the bearing to clean it. I would think you will rinse it off, but you're not supposed to get fidget spinners wet because that's how you mess them up. I thought she like, she could wipe it with her shirt or something, but she licked it. And then since they're so small and they're heavy and the gravity swooped down her throat and she was in the hospital. All right. Ouch. Let me say this on that. We didn't, we didn't set that up. All right. We didn't set that up. And so what we want you to know is we just transitioned right then to products. Always. Different things that young people like, but even adults have gotten into this craze about it. Well, my daughter, one of my my youngest daughter, who's an adult, uh, she also made reference to uh, the fact that these fidget spinners came on the scene for children who are artistic. So, that, because a lot of times in their classrooms, so many of them are so brilliant. Wow, they are awesome. But they need to, yes, come on, give hands and shout out to children that deal with autism. So, what happens is they need to be busy or, you know, that type of thing. So, they came out with this to give them something to occupy because many children who are artistic, they can do something like that, be occupied with it, and yet still hear and not miss anything that their instructor is saying to them. And so for whatever the reason, somebody said, you know what, let's take this to another level and put it out here. Well, there are schools that are saying, no, do not bring them to school if you are not in 
special needs category, et cetera, whatever. And, and so because so many children are taking it who don't have those needs are now causing problems in the classroom because they're not paying attention and they're letting them fly and the other children are being distracted as well. So what do you want to say to children at school? Because we don't want to frustrate our teachers, all right? So let him go ahead. What do you want to say to children that keep on bringing them and the teachers say don't bring them to school? I would say, like, if you bring them and teachers, first you should Either ask, if they say no, just don't bring it. Unless, if you don't ask, you should either, like, just keep it in your backpack. And if it's, like, a fun Friday day or something, you can, like, you would probably be able to bring it out to recess. But don't put it in the classroom because it could get taken away and probably you wouldn't get it back until the, the last day of school. And some schools are saying, listen, get a note from your doctor that this is what you need, and that puts you in a whole different category. So, boy, you were getting ready to say something as we're closing out. Okay. So, my teacher, I had, I recently, my friend had let me borrow her fidget spinner for a week. Okay. Hers was a red fidget spinner, and my teacher said, please, I did not know this at the moment, but my teacher said, please do not bring fidget spinners to school. And then she said, so, then when I got to school, there was kids with fidget spinners in the morning, and my teacher wasn't even looking, so I didn't know that we weren't supposed to bring them. But still, so the kids were playing with the fidget spinners, and it had dropped. My teacher had saw it, and then she said, you're not getting this back at all, not, not even the last day of school. You won't get it back at all. And then another kid got his took away because of that same kid. So what I'm saying here, don't use your fidget spinners at school with people you do not trust, okay? Because they will get your fidget spinner taken away. And she took away the fidget spinners, and the kids have not took those fidget spinners back till this day. And it's both two boys, and then she's going to think to bring more fidget spinners. And this boy that gets everybody in trouble, I'm not going to say the name, but he... He always goes, he said, people have been saying, because I was the class president. And then, so, people, we have a suggestion box where, so, like, he can, so most people had sent him to court. So, we would have to do a vote if he went to court. And he has been to court three times this year, which is bad. The class record. And he's been showing up at people's houses when they say they can't come outside. So that's basically just stalking. He's got to that point. He didn't even call or anything. So, and then the kids kept telling the teachers and their parents, and his mom just kept letting him go over there. Go, go. And it's been a whole different. It's been a whole bunch of different people. And then he claims he knows where everybody lives, but not everybody. And also, um, this kid, his name is Sean. My name is Malachi, and this kid, my, his name is Sean. He also has a fidget spinner, and his is 
red and black. Um, one time he brought it to school, and he um, so I got it taken away when te- when my teacher told him not to bring it. Um, and his mom got mad at him because his mom sometimes always shows up, stays at school when she doesn't have work, and. And then his mom, his mom got mad at him, and then he got punished. <laughs> I have no idea what the punishment is. I just know that. All right. So it sounds like children, when you know you're not supposed to do something, when you know that your parents also agree that you're not supposed to do that, I want to hear thoughts from each one of you as we're calling because it works two ways. Children have to work alongside and with the protection of their parents, especially law-abiding, upstanding parents that really, really, really want to care. Yes, and definitely want to go by rules. Rules are not always fun, and they're not always fair, but they're rules. All right? right. Okay, my name is Lorraine, and this is what my mom says. She always says, life is not fair. Okay, life isn't always fair. So say Samaya had got something, and say Samaya just got a fidget spinner, and I was right there, and I didn't get that. And my mom was like, well, life isn't fair. So I'm basically saying here that life is not fair. Say one person got something doesn't mean you have to have it. You want it. Want and needs are two different things. So say I need more bread in my house. Say I want more money. Say I want a flower. Say I need some milk. Say I need some protein shakes. Say I want a water bottle. Say I want some candy. Say I need some Bananas. Is your point in saying all of that? Is life is not fair, not at all. So basically what you're saying is that, like, if I said that I need a water gun, that would be a want or something. And also, life is not fair because one time... One of my friends, he was giving out, like, um, candy. Most of the bags had chips in them. The others are not. Did not, and I got the bag that didn't have chips in them. And so what I'm trying to say is life isn't fair, and if you get what you get, and you don't have a fit. So if you got, so if they're handing out regular fidget spinners and lighting up ones, if you got a regular one and you wanted a lighting up one, you get what you get and don't have a set. Wow, listen to that. that <laughs> wow. So life's not always fair, parents. Life's not always fair, children. But we have to learn how to okay. learn how to listen. Okay. Listen and live. Listen, live, and do the right thing. And what did you say about that, that, that? How did you say that, Ryan? That last. I piece? said, "You get what you get, and you don't have a fit." All right, all right. 
All right, we're going to go ahead and wind up. But you'll be hearing more from them, and uh, this is going to be exciting. And for those of you, and for those of you who have children who are out of school today, this week, you know how we do it. This is in, in our podcast, so you can share this and let them hear it. Young people talking to young people. So these are our junior broadcasters, and we want to keep their voices before you. Let your children call in and ask a question when they have time, who, and uh, days like that. And we're going to try to sing things like that, and we'll, we'll be back with you, and you'll probably hear from them on an early Saturday morning, and that's fun too. So instead of just the cartoons or whatever, but we want you to know that we care about you, and it is Tuesday New, the business of Tuesday New on com- Community View, right here on your SB Barber Morning Show AM edition. I'm Apostle SB Barber. I've enjoyed this, that you've been hearing the voices of ages 8 to 10. So we're making things happening, making things happen just for you. From ATL to Minneapolis, St. Paul, and even there beyond. So we got some things that we want to make sure. We're going to go out with we're going to go out with the sounds of blackness, royalty. How appropriate. All right. Everyone, just give everyone a hand as we go out on this.
of our time. Black man of color, original king ruler, slave that made his way metaphorically. King 